Welcome back to another episode of the Ink and Impact podcast. I'm your host, Daylene Bickle, and it's a privilege to be here with you today. We are going to be discussing the ways to cultivate a Christian author's mindset. So we are now, as I'm recording this, entering into the month of February. It's February 1st. And I'm just wondering how your writing is coming along this year. For a lot of us, it might be stagnating a little bit or maybe not going as well as we had wanted it to at the beginning of the new year. And sometimes that stagnation or that hesitation to write or complete our daily writing habits are sometimes related to our mindset. There are a lot of different things that go into that, and I'm going to talk about that on today's episode. But first, I wanted to ask you a question. Do you remember at the end of last episode, two weeks ago, how I invited you to submit um, an audiogram, a, a little audio recording of what your thoughts are of the Ink and Impact podcast or what you specifically got out of that episode, either one. And I wanted to make this an opportunity for you to have some free exposure and marketing. And so I said to be sure to state your name clearly, as well as the title of your most recent book or work in progress, if you don't have one published yet, and what your author website is, and that I would share it in an upcoming episode. Well, I had someone take advantage of that opportunity, and I want to share that with you today. This is coming from a loyal listener, R.M. Ruiz, and you might recognize that name because she had been a guest on a previous episode talking all about middle grade Christian fiction. Hello, this is R.M. Ruiz, author of The Chosen Kids Saga, a Christian middle grade book series. Uh, Thechosenkids.com is my website. And I just want to say that I've been listening to Ink and Impact since 2022. Uh, I think I started it on episode 70 or something and I went back and I binged all the old episodes and I'm so happy that I did. I'm so grateful to God that I found this podcast. Thank you, Daylene, for following your calling. You're such a blessing to us Christian authors. I mean, in my opinion, this is the best podcast for Christian writers. <laughs> and I always tell my friends about it, all my writer friends about it. Um, she has so much motivation, encouragement, great tips. She keeps us updated on industry standards. She tells it like it is. Um, I highly recommend this. If you're a new listener, go back and binge the previous episodes. You're going to be so happy that you did. Um, I'm never going to stop listening to this podcast. Thank you so much, Daylene, and God bless you. I was just so humbled by all that she had to say about the podcast, and you hear me talk about the podcast and how it's been a calling of mine for almost two years now, and um, it just means so much to know that it is resonating with you as listeners. So, all right, let's dig in to cultivating a Christian author's mindset. Welcome to Ink and Impact the podcast for Christian writers who want to impact their readers. I'm your host, Daylene Bickle, and each week I'll help you keep a pulse on the publishing industry, showcase Christian authors and their books, and share ways you can improve your craft and magnify your message. Whether you're a fiction or nonfiction writer, traditionally or indie published, established or just starting out, this podcast is for you. 
So I was recently reading in the Bible. I try to read every day in, in the God's Word, and sometimes I only get five minutes in. Sometimes I get up to an hour and a half in the mornings. Um, that's when I try to read is in the mornings, first thing. And recently I was reading in the book of Luke, and I was in Luke chapter 5, and verse 4, there were five words that jumped out at me. And this is Jesus speaking, and he said, launch out into the deep. And this is from the New King James Version. So anything that I mentioned throughout this episode, any scripture, it's going to be um, the New King James Version. So first point to cultivate a Christian author's mindset is to not stay in the shallows. Don't stay in the shallows. Be willing to go beyond your comfort zone. Jesus entered a boat and, you know, initially he had them row out just a little way into the shallows so he could still be heard by the crowd on the shore. And then when he was done speaking, he told them to launch out into the deep. So how does this apply to your author career? Well, when you first begin writing, there's a lot to learn. So you take courses, you listen to webinars, you go to conferences, all the things, right? And they're good things, but it's easy to get stuck in the shallows of education. There comes a time when you have to leave the comfort and safety of the shallows and launch into the deep to move your book forward. This means putting all your education into practice. And it's often a bit more complicated and time consuming than we initially think, right? And that gets frustrating and that can lead us to procrastination and to just do the things that are fun and that we enjoy, right? We just wanna write, but there's more to it to be an author. We often have to create necessary components like a website and newsletter list. We need to improve our writing craft. We need to navigate the self-publishing process if we're going that route, or um, we need to learn how to complete a book proposal if we're going that direction. We need to oftentimes obtain necessary funding to complete our project, especially for self-publishing. And we always need to actively promote our book. Each of these projects requires a multitude of smaller actions behind the scenes, but action leads to traction. Each small step that you complete takes you closer to your bigger goal. And this builds confidence and often leads to more opportunities. It all begins with obedience through action. Launch yourself out into the deep. Okay. The second method or way to cultivate a Christian author's mindset is to keep your focus on your calling, not your circumstances. It's easy to look at other writers and assume, aren't we good at assuming, that theirs was an easy path or that they must have connections in the publishing industry. Or we come up with excuses for why we can't do things like videos or public speaking or become successful at marketing in general. But none of those things are accurate, nor are they God-honoring. They're forms of envy and fear. And what does the Bible say about envy and fear? Or to cast away envy and fear not. Alright, I recognize that's easier for me to say here in the U.S. 
than for some of the writers around the world who are listening to this podcast. They might be in a location that is experiencing literal, physical persecution of, of Christians. If that's you, you have legitimate fears for your own safety and for that of your loved ones. But God's commands and promises remain true regardless of our circumstances. Repeatedly, the Bible tells us to fear not. Um, in the book of Mark, Jesus asks, quote, Why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? That's in chapter 4, verse 40. And again, in 536 of Mark, Jesus commands us, Do not be afraid, only believe. May we stop looking at our current circumstances and instead focus on our callings. Take small steps every day in your author journey, seeking God's guidance and praying for Holy Spirit's strength every step of the way. We're not to act rashly or indifferently. Um, we're to be aware of our surroundings, right? But we're to write, publish, and market our books humbly, wisely, and confidently. That's a big one. That's a big one. We need to act confidently in what God has called us to do. All right, moving on to point three of how to cultivate a Christian author's mindset. Don't fear failure. This might be really hard, especially if you're a perfectionist, which I tend to be. But this type of fear is actually a form of pride. If we're honest with ourselves, we innately want to be successful. But the unfortunate reality is that our definition of success is often vastly different from God's definition of success. And therefore, it stands to reason that our definition of failure is also often vastly different from his. We may want our books to become bestsellers, or we may want unbelieving readers to be won to Christ by the words that we write, or we may want believers to be transformed in some way by our words. We'd do well to remember Acts 28:24, which says, quote, Some were persuaded by what he said, but others did not believe, end quote. And that's referencing um, the Apostle Paul. He was a gifted and passionate speaker, yet he wasn't able to get everyone to believe in Christ as Savior. Similarly, our words by themselves can't save people. It's God who enables the words of our books to pierce hearts or convict readers' minds. We can't change anyone, but God can work through us and our words to affect tangible, eternal change in the lives of others. We just have to step out in faith and write what he tells us to write. Imagine if the prophets and apostles hadn't bothered to write what they were told to write. We wouldn't have the Bible, the living word of God. And finally, the last point that will help us to um, develop a Christian author's mindset is don't rely on past results. The disciples had been out fishing all night and hadn't caught anything. And this is referring back to that opening passage in Luke, right? Yet after Jesus was done teaching uh, all the people on the shore, he told the disciples to launch out into the deep, go back out and let down their nets. The result, quote, they caught a great number of fish and their net was breaking. They actually filled two boats with fish. Simon Peter and all those who were with him, it says, were astonished at the catch of fish which they had taken. 
So if you're frustrated right now about your lack of book sales, it's easy to simply throw up your hands and assume your book will never sell. But that's simply relying on past results. Maybe you're fishing in the wrong stream. Maybe your marketing copy isn't resonating with your ideal readers. Maybe the cover art isn't the right visual lore. Sometimes all it takes is some small tweaks in wording or design to reach your intended audience. Sometimes it means going to a new fishing hole. After all, Amazon isn't the only stream out there, folks. I believe it's also important to remember that if God gave you a story to share, then he has readers waiting for you to share it with them. You just need to be attentive to what he's telling you to do to reach them. Does this mean it's a guarantee that God's going to bless you and your book to the point that you'll be an international bestseller? No, I don't believe in the name it and claim it prosperity gospel. In fact, it might be that God wants you to write your story for you and you alone. Have you ever considered that? But regardless of who reads it or how many people God intends for your book to reach, know that you won't reach everyone. After all, even though the disciples net brought up a multitude of fish that was almost to the breaking point and it filled two boats, it still didn't bring up every fish in the sea, right? Your book is not for everyone and that's okay. Now, I wanted to touch on an opposing thought too. You know, alternatively, if you've experienced stellar results in the past, like selling your book like gangbusters, don't assume that it will always stay that way. Authorship requires ongoing effort and adaptability to the ever-changing publishing industry. If you stop doing either or both of those, your success will begin to lose steam. So, regardless of whether your past efforts have been lackluster or haven't panned out yet, or maybe they have, either way, don't focus on past results. Instead, focus on what God is calling you to do right now. So there you have it four ways to cultivate a Christian author's mindset. So there you have it, four ways to cultivate a Christian author's mindset. In summary, one, don't stay in the shallows. Be willing to go beyond your comfort zone. Two, keep your focus on your calling, not your circumstances. Three, don't fear failure. And four, don't rely on past results. Which of these four aspects resonates most with you? Feel free to respond via a comment in the free Ink and Impact Facebook group. If you are still on Facebook and you're not a member of that group, be sure to join. Um, we're very supportive and we ask, um, you know, it's available for you to ask questions. Everyone um, rallies around and answers and offers support. It's very encouraging. Um, and we have new people signing up all the time. So feel free to join that. Just look for Ink and Impact Facebook group. You can also DM me over on Instagram if IG is more of your jam. Um, that's my favorite as well. You can find me there at Daylene Bickle and you can send me a DM. Or you can email me at info, I-N-F-O, at inkandimpact.com. And if you decide to email me, be sure to attach an audiogram like RM Ruiz did that you heard at the beginning of this episode. Just share what you get out of the Ink and Impact podcast. And if you got something in particular out of this particular episode, you can share that or just general feedback. I would love to 
learn what you're getting from the podcast. And I would love to be able to share that as a testimonial here on the podcast, as well as all my social media channels. So you will be getting free exposure on multiple ways. Just be sure to include your name, clearly state your name, your most recent book or work in progress, if it's not published yet, and your website address. And as long as it's clearly recorded, I'll be sure to include it in an upcoming episode. So take advantage of that. If you're tired of swimming upstream all alone and would like some guided assistance to point you in the right direction, know that I'm here for you. I offer two levels of one-on-one book coaching. The first is a single one-time strategy call and the other is a four-week series of coaching calls addressing your unique challenges and questions and offering you a custom action plan. Plus, plus, this is a big one, the four-week package includes select manuscript critiques. Yes, critiques. I read portions of your manuscript manuscript, and provide feedback. So, you know, did you know that I've worked as a developmental book editor for more than 25 years? It's your opportunity to take advantage of some of that expertise, right? So you can learn more about each of these coaching options using the link in the show notes or visit dailinebickle.com forward slash services. That's it for today, fellow pen pusher. Remember, don't just write a book, make an impact.